Hello, friends. Welcome to Story Behind Podcast. This is the show for people who love hearing a good story and who believe the world could use more positivity. We're the team behind God Updates and God Too, and we hope these weekly short stories will brighten your day. Survivor of September 11 terror attacks fell 22 stories as wife paced praying with a crucifix. Written by Mel Johnson, read by Adam State. During the September 11 terror attacks, Pasquale Buscelli was at work on the 64th floor of a North Tower. Here's his incredible story of survival after falling 22 floors. September 11, 2001 started out as just another typical day for Pasquale. He headed to the North Tower at the World Trade Center where he worked as a structural engineer on the 64th floor. Though he was running a little late that morning, everything was business as usual when Pasquale arrived at the Twin Towers. However, what happened in the following moments would change his life and our nation's history forever. Pasquale stepped into the elevator and pressed a button for the 64th floor, just as he'd done so many times before. However, just as he reached the 64th floor, the elevator shook violently and stopped. The lights flickered, and then the car immediately descended back to the 44th floor. When the doors opened, Pasquale described the scene as complete mayhem. People were screaming and running around, and heavy smoke made it difficult to see much. Shock set in, and without thinking much about it, Pasquale retreated back into the elevator and hit the button for 64. This time, the elevator stopped on the 64th floor as usual, and when Pasquale stepped into the office, he found about 15 co-workers remained there. No one knew quite what was going on, but security had instructed them to stay put in order to keep the stairwells free for firefighters. Pasquale went to his desk and called his pregnant wife, Louise. He asked her to turn on the TV to see if she could figure out what was happening. And that's when he first learned he was trapped in the Twin Towers during the September 11th terror attacks. After informing Pasquale the situation, Louise urged him to get out of the building. They hung up and she turned to a cross hanging on the wall in their home. God, Jesus, please just be with him right now, she recalls praying. Louise then grabbed the crucifix and kept it with her the whole day praying for God to bring her husband home safely. Meanwhile, Pasquale and his co-workers waited on the 64th until they started seeing smoke coming into their office, so they decided to leave. They all headed to the stairwell and began their descent. Things were going smoothly until they hit the 22nd floor. At that point, things began to rumble and they could hear things falling from above. Pasquale instinctively jumped into the corner of the stairwell and curled into a ball. Just moments later, Pasquale felt the wall give way. I felt the walls next to me crack and buckle on top of me, he said. Then he started falling, and in those seconds, he remembers praying for his family. Some hours later, Pasquale Buscelli awoke on a concrete slab atop a huge pile of rubble. Smoke and dust filled the air, and he pulled his shirt over his face to help him breathe. Explosions went off all around him, and fires raged. Soon, a firefighter appeared. And finding Pasquale alive amidst all the rubble astonished him. The firefighters got Pasquale to safety. Miraculously, Pasquale returned home to his wife that evening. He suffered a fractured foot but was otherwise fine after falling 20 stories. And as he watched replays of the September 11th terror attacks, Pasquale couldn't believe he made it out alive. When I was sitting in the rubble, I thought, 
Perhaps part of the building collapsed and toppled away from me, and that's why I survived, he explained. When I actually saw it fall straight down, I was in that concentration of forces, in that whatever happened in the middle, it's more miraculous to me that I was able to survive. Pasquale's physical injuries healed fairly quickly. However, the emotional toll of the terror attacks weighed heavily on his mind and heart for far longer. He wrestled to make sense of why he survived when so many others did not, and that guilt haunted him for a long time, interfering with his ability to enjoy the gift of life he'd been giving. When you start to think about the numbers, it doesn't really seem possible that I'm alive, Pasquale said. There's no explanation of how Pasquale survived. It is reported that only 20 people total emerged from the World Trade Center alive on that day. But Michael Rubiari, one of the firefighters who helped rescue Pasquale from the rubble, knows divine intervention is the only explanation for a survival that is otherwise impossible. It's got to be a miracle, Michael said. Someone was watching over him. He needed to make a home. Pasquale eventually started getting help in processing the trauma he'd experienced. And he finally came to the realization that the best way to honor those who died was by living his life to the fullest, making the most of the gift he'd been given. And that's what he's been doing since that fateful day. None of us will ever forget the September 11th terror attacks. And it's hard to remember that day without also reliving the agony and anguish. However, it's important we remember the miracles too. The unity and resiliency that arose in the midst of such despair. Let us continue to pray for our country and all the people who lost loved ones on September 11th, 2001. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Couple going door-to-door to find lost dog's owner stop as they hear cries for help. Written by Adam Staten. Read by Adam Staten. A man and a woman in Indiana were trying to locate the owner of a lost dog when they instead found an elderly man in life-threatening condition. Social media and television news broadcasts would lead one to believe kindness, consideration, and civility are of a bygone era. But despite what those misspelled profane posts on Facebook and Twitter may indicate, generous and caring people still walk the earth. A couple in Jennings County, Indiana were out walking with an animal that didn't belong to them. That's because they were attempting to find the owner of a lost dog, according to the Jennings County Sheriff's Office. The unnamed Good Samaritans were out walking in late August, going door-to-door, but when they came upon one house, they heard something extremely disturbing. The Sheriff's Office reports they heard what they believed to be someone, a man, yelling from inside the house. This person was calling out for help, 
After that, the man entered the house and found an elderly gentleman who needed immediate medical attention. Deputies believed the man had been in that state for approximately two days. The man and the woman then phoned 911. They requested immediate medical help for the elderly man who was transported to a nearby hospital for treatment. The deputies, in a Facebook post, mentioned that if not for the man and woman walking around going door to door, the elderly man may not have survived too much longer. The department also added that the day the man and woman were out walking with the lost dog was National Dog Day. The lost dog, after being taken to a shelter, was found and located by its owner. This situation is an example that kindness and simply doing the right thing can and does benefit everyone. Those not the intended beneficiaries of benevolent acts can still see the rewards of the good deeds of others. So then, as we have the chance, let us do good to all men, and especially to those who are of the family of the faith. Galatians 6.10 Thank you so much for listening to Story Behind Podcast. We're really glad you joined us for this week's story. To see photos and videos that may have been referenced in this episode, check out the links in the show notes. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe to our podcast and please tell a friend about us. We'd also love it if you'd rate us and leave us a review. It really does help more people find us. Story Behind is a Salem Web Network production. If you're hearing this right now, you're probably like, who the heck is this and why are they playing during my favorite podcast? And I get it. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I do want to introduce myself. My name is Trevor Tyson, and I'm the host of Trevor Talks, where we talk to real people about real topics and real stories. I just want to invite you, if you love podcasts, if you love music, if you love books and love hearing from the people who create it, come check us out at Trevor Talks. Simply go to Google or Life Audio, type in Trevor Talks, and it'll pop on up. Hope you have a great day.